Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, March 31st. President Joe Biden announced an unprecedented release of oil from U.S. reserves today to help ease the pain for Americans. This is a moment of consequence and peril for the world and pain at the pump for American families. It's also a moment of patriotism. Earlier today, President Biden announced that the United States is going to release an average of one million barrels per day from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve for the next six months. Now, that's about 180 million barrels of oil in all. That is an unprecedented amount of oil to be released from the reserves at any time in American history. But that's just one way in which President Biden went about today to try to deal with this very acute problem Americans are experiencing, which is high gas prices. It's also an acute political problem for his party trying to keep its majorities in the House and the Senate just six months from now in the midterm elections. The other main thrust of the president's approach today, in addition to tapping the SPR, was to find a way to punish companies, oil companies here in the United States, for not increasing production on unused leases of federal land. President Biden called on Congress to force these companies that are sitting on these unused wells on federal lands to pay fees. He said that the oil and gas industry is sitting on almost 9,000 unused but approved permits for production on federal lands, covering more than 1 million unused acres. Here's President Biden again. No American company should take advantage of a pandemic or of Vladimir Putin's actions to enrich themselves at the expense of American families. Investing those profits profits in production and innovation. That's what they should do. His critics, of course, say he points at everyone to blame from Vladimir Putin to the pandemic, but not his own energy policies. An administration official said that the United States would restock barrels in the reserve when prices are lower. The reserve is a stockpile of about 600 million barrels of crude oil stored down in Louisiana and Texas. Now, the White House said that Biden made his decision and went ahead with this speech after consultation with allies and partners. But what the White House wouldn't say is whether or not other countries, those allies and partners, are also releasing barrels from their reserves. You may recall just earlier this month, President Biden announced a coordinated oil release from the United States and other nations. The previous record, by the way, for oil released from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve was only set four months ago in November, with 50 million barrels being released. Biden said at the time that that was the largest release from the reserve in U.S. history. Now he's doing something much larger. And yet, Biden and his officials at the White House said it's unclear how much this release would impact gas prices and that looking at the price at the pump, it may take some time before anybody sees an actual effect. This much we do know. Neither that record-setting release that we talked about back in November nor the coordinated release with allies earlier this month seem to have had a huge impact in driving down gas prices at the pump. Take a look at the numbers. According to the AAA, the national average is now $4.23 a gallon. That is still significantly higher from what the price of gas was a year ago. Now, 
there is some decrease in recent weeks. Earlier this month, sort of peaked at a record high of $4.33 per gallon. So it is down 10 cents per gallon from that, but it is still at an extraordinarily high level. It's also important to remember, this is not a trick that Biden can keep going up his sleeve for. The SPR is a finite amount of oil, and it's already at its lowest level since 2002. As news emerged last night that Biden was going to make this move, we started seeing the markets respond. Prices for both U.S. oil and Brent crude did begin to fall. U.S. oil plunged 7% to a low of $100.16 a barrel Wednesday night in response to the news. It bounced back a bit today by midday to $104 a barrel, but still down 3.5% on the day. Brent crude lost 5.8% of its value this morning, down to $106.84 a barrel. But experts say that oil prices would have to fall much lower than that in order to have a real impact on gas prices. The International Energy Agency said recently Russia's output could drop by 3 million barrels per day in April. So much of the world's supply depends on the outcome of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And what happens with that Russian oil production? Separately, OPEC Plus did confirm plans today it would raise oil output amongst its members by 432,000 barrels a day in May. OPEC Plus, as you may know, includes Russia. The high gas prices is just one of the economic headaches that Biden and the Democrats are dealing with this election year. And you can hear how Republicans are seizing on these bad economic headlines to take the attack straight to their Democratic opponents. Here's Republican Senate leader Mitch McConnell today. The worst inflation in 40 years is fleecing American consumers from the gas pump to the grocery store. American workers are earning raises, but prices are climbing faster than their pay. The reserve is supposed to exist for giant unforeseen crises, such as a war between great powers. It's not there so that anti-energy politicians whose policies have raised gas prices can try to hide that from the public. McConnell's not wrong when he says the worst inflation in 40 years. The Federal Reserve's favorite measure of inflation got even higher last month, reaching, yes, a 40-year high. This is the Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index. It rose 6.4% in February compared to the same period a year before. The Bureau of Economic Analysis reported today that's the fastest increase since January 1982. That's at pace with another measure we've talked about, the Consumer Price Index, which was also at its highest level since January 1982 for the 12-month period ending in February. And this is top of mind for voters. According to a Kaiser Family Foundation survey released earlier this month, the economy and inflation is the number one issue for voters looking toward the 2022 midterm elections. 91% of those surveys said it would be at least somewhat important to their vote. There is large agreement on this being issue number one, which is why it was no accident that President Biden went out before the press today to make these remarks about what he's trying to do. You want to get caught trying to fix a problem, even if what he's doing is not going to have an immediate effect. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.